0: And and because I was so emotionally invested, which now I understand that hey, if you're going to have clients, there's got to be some separation. Uh, I mean, you can take it on, you can own it, but really owning it as if your own business while it hurts you and you stop getting paid, you you know um, you start getting threats. I mean, those are things to really look at. Of okay, when is a good point to let go?
1: Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Michelle Eberhardt. Now, Michelle previously featured on episodes 199 and 256 of Broken Bulbs, so I'm sure you'll want to check those out as well. Michelle believes each business and person needs to understand their why. She's also a competitive bodybuilder, which is super cool. And she's the creator of Ultimate Business Quest, an app that helps entrepreneurs along their journey but she also struggled to know when to let go. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, we all know that I like having recurring guests, but I've also started having guests on a bonus podcast called Bright Bulbs. It's a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed, and we have a lot of fun talking about silly ideas and creative projects we may or may not ever get into. If you want to access this special bonus podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now, enjoy the show. Michelle Everhard, ready to talk about yet another one of your broken bulbs? So ready. Fantastic. So let's talk about early in your entrepreneurial endeavors you struggle to know when exactly to let go. And I, I think this is something we all deal with, whether as entrepreneurs or as individuals in in life with with the things we own and the people we associate with. So tell us about your experience going through this process.
0: Oh, wow, yeah. So <laughs> there's so many different stories of the, the letting go, of when to let go. And one of the most prominent ones that, um, was Uh, a client that had asked for my help to revive their company because I did a lot of company turnarounds. That was my my biggest thing when I first started as a business consultant, is company turnarounds. And I loved this business. I I really, truly loved this business. And I, I loved the people backing it. And there was so much of my heart and soul that went into it that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know I can turn this around. This is great and things were going really, really well. However, what had happened is um, there were a lot of competitors and people that didn't like, um, because uh, didn't like maybe the owners or them to do well or successful. So it got really uh, political, uh, for lack of better words. It got very political in terms of like, we were doing really well, we were starting to turn the company around. Um, It was a big, beautiful med spa and but there was two surgeons that really didn't get along very well, um, and both of them, ironically, both of them were partners in it. And so what had happened is um, they started to take you know clients away, they started to take staff away, and I started to see the writing on the wall. I'm like, you know, I kept on going to them and saying, hey, if if you're going to do this and you really really want to do this we should move locations because if you're right next door to the person that doesn't want you to succeed, there's going to be some problems here. And it was, it was such a sad, um, a sad process because it's like, wow, this could be so great if everybody just worked together. You know, if, if we set aside the egos and it's like everybody could win in this situation, that doesn't have to be one party or the other. And, and because I was so emotionally invested, which now I understand that, hey, if you're going to have clients, there's got to be some separation. Uh, I mean, you can take it on, you can own it, but really owning it as if your own business, while it hurts you and you stop getting paid, you you know, um, you know, start getting threats, I mean, those are things to really look at. Of Okay, when is a good point to let go? And that was a really difficult lesson of, okay, I'm emotionally invested in this. And then you have, the, you know, you have your ego that pops in. And it's like, no, but I can do this. I can't quit. You know, it's going to look bad. You know, if I, if I quit, it's going to look terrible. If, if this happens, then I'm not going to get any other businesses. I mean, you just go down all these rabbit holes. Right. And but there was a, there was a point and I was pregnant at the time, which didn't make things easier of, you know, you all your emotions are kind of flying all over the place. And, um, there was a point where I sat down and, and I was looking at the company and the structure and I was like, how much more stress am I going to put on my body for this company that now is 30 days behind paying me? And seeing that writing on the wall where you know the clients are being taken, the employees are being taken. Now we're getting you know um, you know negative reviews in terms of and you know that they're false reviews because you know who's sending them. And it was just such a sad situation. And, and finally, you know, it took me 60 days past due before I was really ready emotionally to say, okay, this isn't my company. Uh, you know, really taking that separation of I've done everything that I could do. I gave the consult of, you know, hey, if you really want this to work, here are the steps that need to be taken. If you're unwilling to do that, there's nothing more that I can do. And because I had waited so long, which is another huge piece of it, when you wait too long, what could be the repercussions of that? And so, you know, being an external consultant and having to lay off all of those employees, you know, you get all those threats of, you should have told us, and it's like, well, legally I couldn't, you know? And and you go through that, um, it's like that heartbreak of, oh, you know, even though it's not my company, it's kind of my company, and you have such that emotional tie to it. But it's what I've realized in those processes with clients is that there has to be some sort of emotional disassociation between them. Where you put you put everything and you're 100% into your clients, but you don't own them as if they are your own businesses. And there is a point bef- between Okay, if you're 30 days behind in payment and you can see their financials and you can see the writing on the wall, regardless of how emotionally difficult that may be to let them go, because sometimes our hearts are so big that we want to save everybody, but that's unrealistic. And especially if it compromises your health, your family, or your business. And those are things that, and it's, it, some people could say that that's narcissistic. Um, but it also is running a business and there's so much that you can put into a business where it'll break your own. And that's where you need to draw the line for yourself, what your boundaries are. And, um, and that's what was the beautiful lesson for me is, okay, I have clear boundaries and now I lay them up front for clients of, okay, if you're going to be X amount of time, you know, our services like end at that point when you want to renew, then we'll talk but laying out those boundaries and having contracts before you get into any kind of business consulting or any business for that matter, and really keeping that separation of, you're, you're also taking care of you, your family, your legacy, and not allowing um, you know your clients to dictate that for you.
1: And of course, at the end of every episode, We like to hear what's going on for you now so that you've given us this great advice. Now, how can we go and support you, Michelle?
0: Well, now um, it was interesting when I was doing all these business consultings and and really seeing the company turnarounds, I was able to really look at what, um, how businesses tick before they break. And what's that tipping point? What, what happens Okay. First it's their foundation. So if we're talking about a castle, um, you need to have your foundation solid, then you need to put up your pillars. Then you need to, uh, the decor comes later, right? All the pretty stuff. And how do you actually take an entrepreneur, um, that is either in you know startup mode or growth mode, or even at that breaking point where they don't know what to do. Um, we created a system where it does walk you through those things because there's very simple things that we don't get taught in school. Um, even if you go through business school, there's very, there's very um, small things like a business plan or, you know, how to really read financials. Or do you have the team around you, um, the team around you that you're going to flourish? Or if you get backed up into a wall, those fears, when to cut loose and really looking at the boat. So your boat of your business, does your boat have a lot of holes in it? Are you starting to sink? How do you, are you just going to patch those and, you know, put a little cork in it that's still going to seep water? Or are you going to really build your boat uh, where it's a solid, you know, a solid foundation so that everybody on your team can have this flourishing boat that's going to take you to, you know, your legacy or, you know, the next big deal. And really developing that process so that entrepreneurs have the tools for success finally. Um, And you can find it on Google uh, or Apple and it's UBQ or you can go to ultimatebusinessquest.com or myquestapp.com.
1: Fantastic. And I'm going to have links to that and everything else you're up to down in the show notes so people can go and check that out and give you some support and continue learning great lessons from you. And with that, I just got to say thank you very much once again for joining me.
0: Thank you so much. This is a phenomenal podcast. I've loved being a part of it.
1: And Thank you for listening. Learn when you need to let go and set boundaries. Special thank you to Michelle for joining me once again and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out her work, which I've linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episodes 199 and 256 of Broken Bulbs, which also featured Michelle. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show notes. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.